0: Just You may have to invite him in or he may have to pop in, so just keep an eye out on your Zoom screen.
1: Yeah, I think we'll be live now, Mr. Novak.
0: Good morning. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you today?
0: Good, good. We've got the Da Vinci Code, the Da Vinci Code of the property market in real estate, in COVID, in these times, and it goes a little bit something like this.
1: Nobody was able to predict it, were they? I don't think anyone would have ever imagined this change in the way we think now with what's happened with COVID. Yep. Talking about places specifically like the CBD, I think the world, we just wanted more and more. We were going up and up and we were getting busier and more crowded and more densely populated. Now, are we able to continue living and working like that, Mr.
0: Novak? Well, it appears not um and I look you know it's been guys it's been a real roller coaster I think for every business for every person we've all re-evaluated evaluated essential things things that are essential to our lives and when, now we're starting to see the dots form in property yep. and uh with property it's very very interesting how people are acting money's cheap Last night you probably saw the news that we're going into a we are in a recession. Um, after 30 years, we have not been into a rese- in a recession. It's funny because I seem to remember seeing that three months ago. They said two consecutive quarters of negative growth is a recession, so I thought we already had the re- we were already in it. But anyway, however you, double, how, however you dub it or however you label it, we are where we are. But James, you've got to admit talking to real estate agents looking around at property. Not bad, eh?
1: Not bad. Like I, as you obviously know, Mark, I do a lot more in the commercial side of things. So yep. it's taken a big hit, and it's been a big change in what in how we've typically gone about things. But there's certainly been an ongoing trend and a building trend of people changing the way they work and live. Um, so it is residential as well, but um, an ongoing trend, and a building trend.
0: Of- That's me. So if if so I guess if we're trying to work this out and let's cut to the chase now if if anyone's trying to work out the property market, think of it like this it's like a spiral going outwards from the CBD or it's like it's like a rung like one rung, two rungs, three rungs, four rungs, five rungs, and six rungs. So let's, for argument's sake, say it's eight, there's eight rungs, one, two, three, four, five. Let's, for argument's sake, rung number one is the CBD and rung number eight from Sydney CBD is Gold Coast. Sure. Okay. And I say Gold Coast because when people chase lifestyle uh, in America, if you're a New Yorker, you go to Miami, you're chasing the sun. If you're, and I'm not poo-pooing Melbourne, but if you're a Sydney person and you're chasing the sun, off you go to Queensland. So back to these, these spirals that I'm talking about, all these rungs that I'm talking about, guys and girls, what you've got to start noticing now is people are actually hopping out of your suburb for lifestyle reasons. And people are hopping into your suburb for lifestyle reasons. And it works like this. Northern beaches of Sydney Bit of a sea change or a tree change, it's a a sea change, right? What people are actually doing is we're 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 a bit knocked about in one way because people are leaving the northern beaches of Sydney, and the reason for why people are leaving the northern beaches of Sydney is because they're off to Newcastle, Terrigal, they're off for a sea change, so that starts to have a negative effect on pricing because people are leaving. the good news is the great news is and this is what we're seeing through covid we are getting the people from the north shore we are getting people from mossman saint leonard's those the urbanites they're actually coming into the beaches saying you know what we're going to improve our lifestyle improve our family are you seeing that with commercial
1: yeah certainly and i think that's it's it's all it all relates together but it's big offices corporations People in the CBD where you might have thousands of people in one, in one office space, that's not happening anymore. So I'm seeing increasing inquiries for, from big businesses and big industries that are wanting to just open up little satellite offices, little key locations, so that they can support people from their companies. There might be thousands living all across the city, as opposed to cramming everyone down into the one place. So um, yeah, certainly seeing a big change.
0: So now people are making these permanent changes. They've realized that COVID is not something that's going to disappear in a week or a month. They've realized that it's probably going to survive a lifetime of change. So even though COVID may come and go, I think the changes that it leaves behind are going to be forever. And I think if we think, if you and I think the pandemic is going to be the, the first and last in our lifetime, I think we'd be wrong in thinking for that. So we're making, we're making, People are making serious changes in their lives. People are trying to understand what the properties market is doing. And that's why this morning we've, spoke, we've spoken about the, um, the roller coaster spiraling into control because it's not out of control. Prices haven't gone down, there isn't hysteria. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a controlled environment, it's a low interest rate environment. Um, the government's put good insulation around around its its um, its its people, and people are actually saying, okay, right, let's let's look at what's essential. And I know I spoke about it on Monday news, on news on Monday night, um, Novak news on Monday night, but it's definitely a case where people are now saying, okay, you know what. Work, works not work's going to allow me to do this works better furthermore work's going to support me to do this so let's get it done um, a, a friend of mine James I was saying off ed before was's um, got 10,000 employees uh, in the firm where they work they're a partner uh, quite senior so they, they know what's happening and the, the, the conversation in that company is we've currently got a thousand people in our building where we used to have 10,000 um we can't possibly get in and out that thousand in lunchtime it's just it's logistically impossible getting only two people to a lift or four people to a lift we've actually had to ask all our staff members if they can just to try to have bring their lunch with them um and then we're not putting stress on the building how the hell is that building going to do ten thousand people through 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 pandemics.
1: It's just not possible. As you say, if they've gone from 10,000 to 1,000, they're still probably struggling with social distancing in a, in a space like that. So it's just, it, as you say, it's logistically impossible to do these things now. So there has to be a big change of culture. And this comes back down to lifestyle changes, businesses understanding that actually working from home is doable. You can still remain productive whilst at home. Yep. Previously, that was, you know, depends on the industry, but that wasn't the assumption. It was always the other way around. Um, so there's this big increasing change, and that's going to continue that domino effect of industries and businesses allowing people to work from home, live where they want to live, and that will also give these people the ability to lead a nice lifestyle or improve their lifestyle from what they previously had. It all depends on. And what if,
0: yeah, and if you're a CFO or CEO in one of these companies, and you're you're not on JobKeeper, and you're as profitable as profitable as you were. When prior to COVID and your building is empty,
1: yeah,
0: like the message out to your staff is, uh, keep going, enjoy. This is what this is working. So that message is being taken by the by by people as okay, this is going to be permanent. Um, and off we go. So it could well be this seed change or tree change that we've all been forced to have due to COVID. Um, I, the, the person who's who I actually feel sorry for the most, just want to say this morning quickly, g'day. Uh, Stephanie Laver, g'day. Lisa Kramer, g'day. Emma, how are you? There's, uh, Kruto, uh, there's a Serbian comment there. I hope that's not a swear word. Um, and Craig Martin, How are legend. Uh, and Michelle, g'day. Um, and any questions, you guys, or observations, please share them with us. I'm, I'd love to hear what you guys are seeing out there. But the message from today, it, again, it's just... That decentralisation, James. You know what I mean? It's just—it's happened. The tree change, the sea change, and people are wondering. Everyone's saying to me that the property market's going to crash. I'm getting that from a lot of people. Not saying it is, but they're asking me, like, what do you reckon the potential are? Potential is on that, and I think if you understand what this Da Vinci Code thing that we're talking about, where people are getting out of the CBD and getting into the uh, north, north Shore or getting out of the North Shore and getting into the Northern Beaches or getting out of the Northern Beaches and getting into Gosford Terrigal, getting out of Gosford Terrigal and going to Coffs Harbour or the Gold Coast. Um, it's not a bad thing if, you, if you've got people leaving your suburb and people coming into your suburb. It is a bad thing if people are just leaving your suburb. The Sydney CBD, I think is gonna be unfortunately the biggest loser. And um, the biggest winner are going to be the people that offer seed changes or tree changes.
1: But it's, it's as you say, it's, it's not there's one winner, one loser. With the CBD, I, that's what I was, you know, that's what I was thinking as well. That would be the most hard hit. But it's yep. distribution of wealth that's not going from CBD, Queensland. It's going in jumps and jumps and jumps and jumps. So I think it will happen, but it's going slowly and in stages as opposed to just everyone leaving and abandoning the mm-hmm. city. It's not going to happen like that. It'll be a slow sort of market share almost going slowly down in percentages. And what, do
0: and, and what is that? Yeah, I agree completely, but you know, it, it, it raises the question is what does it leave the CBD to do or function as? if we're, if if the work if some of its workforce say it's hundred fifty percent or twenty percent or ten percent, I don't know what it's going to be in the end, but say that workforce is leaving it's better for Sydney traffic by the way um it's it's distributing Sydney traffic a bit better but um what's that going to leave the city to do and 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 to offer because if people are chasing sea changes and tree changes, that's not going to be on offer in the cBD it's known as a workplace. Um, so what's it gonna be known as?
1: Well, what's going, what's going to be the reality in a couple of years time? Imagine down the line, if we have had our COVID, ones, fours and God knows what, we're gonna have a city of skyscrapers that are gonna be essentially empty. And um, the new one is, what was the word? Groundscrapers, Mark? Maybe it's just gonna be a whole new ball game of groundscapers being occupied out of the city. And what's a, gr-
0: explain to me what's a groundscraper? I
1: would presume a ground scraper, as opposed to a skyscraper, is
0: <laughs> Your home. you just it so you just lay it down, eh? Hey? So you take the skyscraper, lay it down on the ground, and you don't need as uh, you need you don't need as many. Your lifts aren't going up thirty stories. Your lifts are going up maybe three or four stories, and there's lots of them. And you can get people in and out of the building in a pandemic and, and comfortably. It's it's really going to change the world. Uh, Michael Edwards, good comment. Um, let's have a look at that. Says uh, money is cheap, uh, but banks are tight. That is for sure. Uh, to anyone and any stimulus payment, uh, the banks don't want to touch. So if you're on a stimulus payment, it's, uh, it's not a good sign as a business or a person from a bank. Now, they're not allowed to uh, <coughs> discriminate based on that, but uh, they're allowed to discriminate based on that. Yeah, anyway, weird. Um Agree. Uh, CBD is going to struggle from Luke and um, doesn't go in cycles. You know what? I reckon, Luke. I reckon. I, I I just can't see this being temporary. I I in my lifetime. I I, I think it's. You know, I just don't think this is going to be the last pandemic. I think it's always going to be in our mind. Um, if you look at how well, this isn't far off war, and the way war. Um, Stays in the back of people's mind is uh, is is pretty serious. So I, I think that what's happened to us here, you look at the Vietnam War, World War One, World War Two. Um, we're equally dealing with death. Uh, yeah. The pandemic was dealing with death. War is dealing with death. This is going to be held in our in our memories bank for a long time. Um, so I, I, and I think that people are going to, um, are going to act in a certain way. Yeah. I, I i it's going to be lighter in my opinion but i, I don't think it's i think the cycle um it, it it won't go back to its uh it's its original position no yeah
1: well this is a this is a whole new type of cycle and this might be slightly controversial but it is close to war but war is a profitable um it's a it's it's profitable for for nations and at the end of the day this is not prop no one's profiting from this the world is just creeping down and down and down. So at the moment, there's no gain, um, as opposed to, <laughs> at well, least in, you know, it's profiting, someone's coming out better.
0: Look, for profit to be made, loss has to be made as well. Um, you know, and, and, and it may happen in a different way. Um, so I, I think that in war, uh, there's severe loss of life and, and, uh, and property, um, and, and, uh, and sometimes um, rights, human rights. Um, but you know, there's, there's prices to pay. And that's why I always, uh, that's why I've been saying lately, It's it's been a redistribution of wealth and wealth doesn't only mean money. Um, it mean it's, it's can be, it's a way a, where you can be wealthy in your health. Uh, so I don't know. It's just, I think it's certainly a big distribution guys and girls. That's what's happening with property. We'll wrap it up. Anything else you want to say?
1: No, I think we're good.
0: How about you? Uh, biological war, absolutely. Uh, Read my mind, said, Michelle, thank you. And China might be profiting. China's always profiting. Um, so is America. So i look with, you know, and I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind a bit of profiting. Um, but yeah, interesting guys. But our focus today, uh, summing up all the things that we've spoken about is that's the property spiraling into control uh, really is a spiral effect, and it's spiraling outwards of Sydney CBD. And uh, people are are, are doing uh, better with their lifestyles. They're making arrangements. Uh, they're on a low interest rate, and they're they're chasing the seed change or the tree change. But they're not aggressively changing it, like you said. They're not they're not sort of blowing up the city and saying we're all out of here and we're never coming back. It's a small and gradual affect um, you know that, that we're seeing peace. some people leave our suburb not all and some people come to our suburb not all uh it's just small and gradual i'd
1: love to i'd love to know and maybe i'll do a bit of research on this just the prices in the cbd and see what the changes are there residential or commercially see if there is any significant differences from six months ago because i imagine that was started but that's supposed yeah. to the strongest strongest uh parts of the economy down there so
0: Absolutely, and and look, to, to convert any office tower into a residential tower, I would have thought structurally it's not that hard to do. Um, you're adding bathrooms and toilets and off you go. Um, bedrooms, living rooms, and windows are all there, ready to partition off, uh, lift wells, all that stuff. But I you know, I, I think, how do you get those people in and out of the building? Yeah. You, know, the, you know what, it's probably, I think it's probably spread a bit easier um, because they're they're not going in and out all at the same time like they are at, for a lunchtime for a uh, an office tower. So there's probably more than enough lifts. Yeah,
1: eight thirty, twelve o'clock, one o'clock, five o'clock, five thirty. Key times where everyone's using them.
0: Yep. And then in a residential, it's not as much. So there's probably spread around a lot more. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, I,
1: thank you, Mark. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Everyone. Interesting, interesting world, guys. That's what's happening with property today. That's what we're seeing. And it's officially a recession and uh, and welcome recession.
1: 250, we'll close it out with this this morning. <laughs> quarter a big,
0: of a million Quarter of a million lives. What do we talk about all the time?
1: I don't know. You guys are just able to, you got to get to the gap. That's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody.
0: All right. Take care. See you, man. Love you. See you. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs>